Here we go. Lino Assorto, guys, coming on the podcast today. Are we live? We are is live. Is real? We're live. It's real. Oh, man. Lino, Lino is a... Uh, uh, how would you, how would you uh, describe yourself, Lino? Me, man. I don't know. I, I let, I let, um, I let the people talk for themselves. You know, let the describe people. me for themselves. Let the people nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but nah, man. You know, just chill, dude. Likes to laugh, man. Likes to have a good time. Enjoy my people. You know, if you're part of my circle, you're in, and you're in it for life. And you know, I'll always care, care of you. Take care of you, and um, you know, same with family and stuff, right? So yeah. Yeah. you just that's moved, me, man. You just move back, man. Just I, move back. <laughs> It's crazy. It's been a month and a half already. Uh, I miss Austin like crazy, but at the same time, I feel like the the time that I've spent here has gone by really quickly. So it's good, man. It's good to be around the family and seeing all the old friends again and doing all of that. Like Indy has changed so much. Like every yeah. time I drive around now, even through college. I mean, you know, we used to live for the college basically, mm-hmm. and uh, driving through college. <laughs> Everything's different with the red line and everything, and it's just—it's exciting, man. It's cool to be back for sure. Definitely, the uh, yeah, the red line has been screwing up traffic here for the last year. So just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, like I'm excited to see the way it works. Yeah. Some, some there's some places through the red line that that concern me. You know sure. what I mean? Like I don't know how it's actually gonna how it's gonna work with traffic or like if it's going to be. You know, rapid enough. You know, it's rapid transit, but like it's yeah, yeah. in certain spaces, like when like going down through Fountain Square and that area, right. it just doesn't seem like it will be that fast. Yeah, exactly. It looks like the bus will be in like normal traffic. That's true. But you know, we'll, we'll see how we'll it works see, out. man. We'll see. I mean, it's it's a pretty cool concept for sure, and it's it's something that's necessary for Indy to take that you know next step. Um, and I think that they're doing all the right things. You know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. The so, we were actually, you know, and this is this is actually funny. I I never had ever been to like a rooftop bar in Indy. Oh, I just saw one. Like I saw a sign for it not too long ago, and I was like, "What? We have rooftop bars now?" Yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> so like we were we went down to I I went down I went with a with with a coworker. Uh, we yeah. have like uh, on Fridays we have brew Fridays, right? right. So we went to um, uh, Highland. I think it's Highland Brewery. I've heard of it. Highland Brewery. Well, there's a couple of them. I think I think they're from Bloomington. Don't quote me on that, but I think they're from Bloomington. Well, good. <laughs> everybody else is gonna <laughs> yeah, check yeah. you real quick. <laughs> right, right, right. But but I know they're I know they're relatively relatively local. But they have a couple of different breweries. They yeah. have one one in Fountain Square for sure, though. Um, we were we went there and uh, we were kind of like wandering around Fountain Square, which, by the way, is like become a Fountain really Square. cool music insane, scene. Insane, man! Absolutely. Well, the insane. music scene is ins- like the, like the one thing that indie has always not had is a music scene, ever, ever, wow. ever, 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 ever. <laughs> but now, and when I say music scene, I don't mean like ever. People. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but now, like Fountain Square has like all of these venues, and yeah, like for instance, true. when we were down there, there were like six concerts going on at once. Yeah. Some of the concerts were like where the the doors were open, open. and as you were like walking yeah. down uh, Virginia, and you could hear the right. the actual light. It was pretty That's cool. cool, man. That's what it's all about. I, you know, one thing that I've always thought, and and this is absolutely true, even before I moved out to Austin, Indy in the summer is an absolutely amazing place. It's very oh, underrated. Sure. You know, people just in every the time fall. they think about Indianapolis. <laughs> They're like, oh, you know, cold, whatever, blah, or race cars. Yeah, That's race, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, have you seen the new uh, driver's license? 
I have not. No? I have not gotten just, mine. I just changed mine, so. Does it have a race car on it? Off? Yeah, it actually does. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that you is, know. That is I, ridiculous. <laughs> I went to a restaurant the other day, and uh, the waitress saw it, and she was like, how do you feel about the new uh, driver's license? You have like a floating head in this thing. Man, I hate that picture. <laughs> and the worst thing at the DMV. <laughs> I, I was like, all right, so how's the picture? And she was like, oh my God, that's such a great picture. I was like, <laughs> you. And now I'm looking at it. I'm like, all right, cool. You should lie to me. Awesome. <laughs> but the, so, so in Fountain Square, before, I, before we get off yeah, of yeah. the, uh, we, you know where the old, uh, there was like a diner. Like right across from the fountain, that's now like an Italian restaurant. A really nice one, by the way. But if you go to like where the duck pin bowling is, yeah. and you go all the way up the to the top, yeah, there's a rooftop bar. Really? Yeah, it's really cool, man. We were up there. We just w- wandered up there, and I was like, ah, oh, man, this is super dope. Man, Fountain Square is uh, is different. It's changed a lot. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. It's, and it's changed even more so. Like, think about, I mean, obviously, it's changed a lot in, like, the last five years. But that's, the last that's ten exactly years, what I'm thinking about. Like, the last ten years, yeah. like, Fountain Square used to be a place nobody wanted to yeah, go. Yeah, nobody whatsoever. Like, it's funny, like, when you go a little further down Virginia, you can still get into, like, some of the old shops that still have bars on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that tells a story in it by itself. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, that neighborhood definitely tells a story. I was telling, uh, I was telling Dustin, my uh-huh. friend Dustin, I was like, uh... We were driving through the neighborhood one time, and he's like, oh, I don't want to park my car. I'm like, dude, these these houses are worth $500,000. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, Yeah, it's, man, I saw the, um, uh, there's a street that's all renovated, and all those houses are worth, you know, $500,000. It's insane, man. But there's one house in the corner that's like, it's terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It needs to be it torn down, like, immediately. <laughs> It looks like it's from, like, the 70s or something. It's got, like, a weird, quirky, like, style. It's weird, man. But. It is funny, like, when you get back into those, like, transition neighborhoods, yeah. how, like, you'll find a stinker. It'll be, like, all, like, modern, yeah. beautiful homes. Beautiful, right? And then you have, yeah. like, this one that looks like the old, like, a witch house or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, the one... The, the one, one that kids stay away from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah the one kids there, exactly. Uh. No, but, um... But yeah, man. That's um, how. Like, what is uh, what is the biggest thing that you were missing about uh, about and about Austin? Just, just from. I just, mean, obviously not that long, but just the lifestyle, man. I mean, you know, and and this has nothing to do with with indie being bad or anything like that. But oh, we, you know, you love indie. I know that. <laughs> I know that. It's like um, you get. It's like a whole different vibe, you know the the live music scene. The anywhere you go, you have something to do. There's something to do for all types of people. Like you know, whatever you're into, right. you can find in, in Austin. You know, and people really stay true to the whole keep Austin weird. Mm. And it's just man, it's it's a complete like the best way to describe it is just it's a different vibe. Right. You know. Right. And it's uh something that I've gotten accustomed. And the weather's beautiful, man. Oh, see, that's God. I mean, that's the biggest thing is. Ugh. Although when we went when I came to yeah. you, it was not <laughs> the that, one time. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not that fantastic. It was uh, pretty cold. Hey, we enjoyed it, man. It was good, that, man. That walk in the rain was great. Yeah, walk in the rain. <laughs> the walk in the rain was great. Uh, I mean, it was. I mean, oh man, I can I can just the, the all the drinking that weekend. Uh, it was. Uh, what are you talking about? We never did anything. <laughs> yeah, that is just it. No, no, it was good, man. It was a good time. Just I, I love Austin. Too. I like, I, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love Austin, man. Um, I mean, obviously, I, before you moved there, I'd been to Austin yeah. before. 
and um like all of it what is that one street the uh i can't remember what it's called not fourth there's a fourth street or sixth street or sixth street so sixth street but then there's that other one but it's like it's not like a bar street it's like where all the shops are oh you're talking about congress congress street yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so like congress congress is awesome and like that's another thing so actually like two weekends ago or something i woke up on a saturday or sunday i can't remember mm-hmm. and you know the day was really nice and obviously you know i went and hung out with with my nieces and stuff but um what I kept thinking is, you know, if I had woken up like that and it was a day like that, I probably would have gone to Congress, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, the shops are cool and everything, but there's places, you know, for food, there's places for, like, live music, like, there's actually a really cool spot. <laughs> it's called, it's uh, right next to a Mexican restaurant called Guero's, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's almost, like, hidden. It's, like, a hidden entrance, but out in there, they have live music. There's a whole scene of live music. And they have a taco stand that's built into the little, like, area. Right. So it's just, like, it's it's one little room. And you go in there and you place the order. And it's from the restaurant right next door. And they that's just bring your food, man. It's that's great. Dope. The, um, uh, I, or I was telling you that my, uh, like, one of my coworkers, he's, he's actually, he's, I mean, he's originally from India as well. But he moved here from Austin. And mm-hmm. he's, they're always talking about it. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah, Austin's, man. Austin's dope. Although, I got... <laughs> real fucked on an umbrella in austin man so we were it was it was like one of the days that we were it was one of the days that we were there me and my wife were there uh-huh. with it with you matter of fact but you were at work the, the first okay, day we gotcha. yeah, yeah. so we were just like and we were on congress street uh-huh. matter of fact but we it was raining you know it started yeah. raining real hard and we were like ah oh, man we gotta find an umbrella Terrible time man and so, the four the, the week before was great and the week after was amazing oh, and you man. missed it man <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> we, but we, we, went and got, we went and got an umbrella. Uh-huh. But it was the only, literally, we went to all these stores and there were no fucking umbrellas. That's crazy. And there was man. one store that had one uh-huh. for $40. Oh. And we still have that umbrella. Like, oh, you better get yeah, it. Yeah, like, I will never lose that umbrella ever in my life. That's like, $40 yeah. of my pocket. Oh, man, I was so pissed off. I was, I was so mad. And, and we were like, oh, well, we, we got to buy it. It was a nice yeah, umbrella. Yeah, it's yeah. got like... When you open the umbrella, like the the bottom of the umbrella has like sh- like a sunny sky. You know what I mean? Ah, yeah. There you go. It's it's all about uh, you know tricking the brain. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, it was a very sad day. I just spent forty dollars on an umbrella. <laughs> and but I mean uh, the uh, other than that, I mean I love Austin. Like I said, it was a uh, it's a super cool city. Um, the bar scenes are pretty pretty interesting, especially is it rainy? Rainy Street. Rainy Street has got like um, I mean all of, it's like all houses, but you know they're all they're all yeah. Yeah. transitioned yeah. into bars. So it's actually like the, what's the one with like the slide? That we went oh to? yeah, um, shoot, I have the name. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of it too. Oh man, it's right in the corner, and I love that place. It's it's actually the go to right there. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'll have to come back to it. It's pretty dope. Well, no. So, so actually, the first time, or when I went with you, uh-huh. the one, the one area that I experienced for the first time was the North Loop. Is that what it is? Oh, the North Loop. Now, that that is it. a that is a really cool area. Yeah. Like it's just it's kind of like a broad ripple, a smaller broad ripple, but it's got the same type of vibe. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's has always been my thought um, from the beginning. The first time I went there, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, you know, it's just like broad ripple. But it's condensed. There's only like three or four places. But it's got the same exact vibe. Yeah, exactly. What have uh, so since you've been back, what have uh, what have you been getting into? Man, honestly, the first uh, 
the first two weeks, it was just all about family time. Mm-hmm. And, and it really was. I mean, <clears throat> first of all, I didn't tell anybody that I was moving back. Besides, oh, I know. I know you didn't. I know you didn't. <laughs> besides Abe, because I had to stay there. Besides Kevin, because he was helping me with the move. And then Tyler, who I may have had a job with at the time. Right. So there were literally only three people that knew I was coming. <laughs> right. So I had to make the rounds and, you know, and tell the family and everything. And, you know, they all asked the same questions like, oh, you know, we're back. Like, why? You know, blah, blah, blah. And so it was good, man. It was uh, good catching up with with the family I spend a lot of time with my nieces and my little brother which you know are the primary reason why I'm back right why don't you and, been making you've been making the effort to scoop this way for like the la- probably the better part of the last year well so you know from the time that I moved to Austin I it was always a a um it was always an adventure right mm-hmm. and I had said you know for myself it was a goal I was like okay within three to five years I'm going to be back. I'm going to have the experience that I gained from moving over there, being an assistant branch manager and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to come back here and, you know, doors are going to open up and, and I can choose wherever else I decide to do. Right. And so, um, so that was always my train of thought. Um, and so, yeah, you know, the, the first two years were amazing, you know, and I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> the whole time was amazing, but um, right there at the end, there was a point there was an, a point of inflection where I realized that you know coming over here just twice a year just seeing my family twice a year was not enough right was not enough you know and uh, it wasn't for me so while I was down there mm-hmm. because I was you know working and doing everything <clears throat> I didn't think about it all that all the time but every time I, could, I got back here and I saw how much my little brother had grown or, you know, all the things that my nieces had done and uh, my eldest being in college now and all that stuff. Like, it's it's a shocker, you know? It's right. things that you don't realize that you don't think about. But it makes you realize that there is time that is going by that you're not being a part of. Right. And especially with the, with the younger kids, you know, that's time that you're not going to be able to get back. And, um, you know, these are the development years. Right. This is the times that where they become the people that they're going to be for the rest of their lives. And, you know, I've always been a part of, of all their lives. And it was just important for me to get back here, man. So it was just a combination of everything. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. It's obviously fantastic. Yeah, man. Back it's, in the city. It's great. Man. It feels great. Even though you didn't tell lie. me you were coming back, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not going to talk about it. Yeah, right, 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 right. You, uh, you, want, you want a little bit more? A little bit more of this? Why not? Why not? That was so weird. Man, it's crazy. I'm trying to think of that spot. The on uh, Street. The one on Rainy. Oh yeah. shit! I dropped the. Uh, I got it. The cap right there. This, uh, this is this is pretty good. Like I'm generally not big on like sweet liquors, but it's all right. Well, and I think that you have some room to play around with, especially with whiskey. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. Because it's got you know that stronger burn. <clears throat> so anything to like make it a little bit more mild or something it, it plays around well now obviously there's the there's uh, limits yes the last the last the, or the last podcast I had Alan on and we were well I was he wasn't he was drinking a beer but I was drinking um Jack Daniels yeah he was not about it <laughs> why not <laughs> I, you know the funny thing is I've seen Alan drink 
the most ridiculous, like uh, that shot that he gives everybody at a kill a firecracker. Uh, Every right. fucking time, man. I don't think I've done It's so I I don't even know what it is, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um it's just a couple of liquors, but at the bottom of it is hot sauce. So they Oh put, no. They put Tabasco <laughs> sauce in it and then they'd pour the liquor in. I think I think it's I'm Bac- good. I think it's Bacardi or he uh, said it was Bacardi, but it's Bacardi and something else. Gotcha. But I can't remember exactly what it is. But and it's, it's obviously terrible. Right. Yeah, it, so I mean, it sounds like it. It's not a it's not a good look for sure. <laughs> Buddy. I found the uh, the bar, by the way. It's called Unbarleavable. Where's Where's that? Unbarleavable. That's the one. In, oh, is that rainy. the one? Okay, the yeah, one I'm rating. Gotcha. With the slide, it was gonna bother me all day. So right, right, right. 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 <laughs> Unbarleavable. Unbarleavable. Yeah. Actually, I actually was talking to. Um, I was telling you the the guy who moved here or yeah. my coworker. Yeah. He was like, hey, "That's we were talking about that bar." He was yeah. like, "Oh man, that bar is so cool." <laughs> I told you, man. It's it's the go to bar on rainy. But bangers, it's a, um, it's a, uh, <clears throat> like a beer garden. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's got, it, it's it's got like awesome, a, like a, kind of like a German theme yes, to it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went beer, there. Beer we went fest there. at that place. Hands down. One of my favorite experiences in Austin. I bet. It was amazing, man. There were people singing and cheersing. They had, you know, uh, they had uh, wiener dog races. They had right. everything, man. It was so good. It was such a fun time. What is it? So, like, and, and I've, it's it's actually, Austin is a very interesting city, much like Indianapolis, mm-hmm. where it's a very, very liberal city mm-hmm. in an ultra-conservative mm-hmm. state. Whereas, I, and, oh, I, yeah. and I would even, I mean, I would venture to say that Austin is much more liberal than Indianapolis. Yeah, but, for sure. But definitely still, like, Indianapolis is way more liberal than the surrounding The rest of the state, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> it's both street, both extremes right there. But uh, yes, extremely liberal. Uh, like I said, you know, people take their whole keep Austin weird thing into into their hearts, and uh, it kind of matches into politics also. You know, right. and thinking outside the the lines of the norm, thinking outside of what the rest of the state feels like. It's uh, it's interesting for sure. Does, uh, you know, Trump ever visit Austin? <laughs> I, I don't know. I have not <laughs> gone to uh, one of the conventions, but uh, <laughs> I could get the facts for you. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I know. I know. Uh, I was talking to um, I was talking to Alan last podcast, and he was talking about you know he goes to he goes to he travels now for work, mm-hmm. and he was saying ah he was in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and we did some research and found out that they have like a stadium or not a stadium, it's like a coliseum there, and there's only like twelve. It's like twelve to thirteen thousand people. That's the, the capacity of the stadium, but when Trump was there, they packed twenty thousand people in there. So you can only, yeah, I can only imagine. I didn't know Fort Wayne was. I didn't know. Yeah, Fort, Fort Wayne. Woo. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's all love, guys. It's yeah, love. for sure, for sure. I, I definitely, I definitely try. I I definitely don't. Uh, I don't hold it against anybody. Yeah. <laughs> No, and, and for I the think, most part, I think that you can't. I mean, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, and that's mm-hmm. um, that's one of the things that makes this country great. At the same time, though, I think that what what's the most hurtful about everything that's going on is the fact that there's so much hate generated by what he says. You know, he's given people um, something to focus their hate on, right? And unfortunately, that is focused on other people. Yeah. Right. Um, 
and I just don't think that that's what it's about, man. I think that our society is greater than that. I think that the world is better than that, you know. Um, like, you can't go around and blame your your problems on other people. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. And it is, it, it's, uh, it's funny because um, I, I feel like America is very much... Uh, we like to focus on something, you know, with, yeah. you know, with yeah. our, our, our disdain, <laughs> like for instance, um, that gives you the driving force. Uh, uh, yeah. It really yeah, does. Man. It's insane. Like think about like nine 11 when that mm-hmm. happened and mm-hmm. how unified everyone sure. was sure. at hating middle Eastern people. <laughs> like, it was, you know what I mean? It's, it's funny how that's the thing. I mean, obviously there but, are other things that unified it, it's, us. It's unfortunate that it turned out that way, you yeah. know, as opposed to just, you know, pointing out the group who was responsible for it. Mm-hmm. It ended up hurting a whole community that didn't have anything to do with it. You know, it, it sort of change the mentality of people just right based on something like that uh, one of the thing one of the things that I do like to point out whenever talking about the United States and, and prejudice and and anything like that is like we are the only country that does this like not and I'm not talking about prejudice I'm talking about like we're the only country that has this many people from all these different backgrounds, backgrounds yeah. living yeah. together that's true. And nobody, for the most part, nobody dies. Like, you know what I mean? For the most, I, don't, I don't know about that. For the most part, we get along pretty well. I mean, like, obviously, you know, we live, you know, obviously the times we live in. But, I mean, as far as, like, um, you know, nobody's clawing each other's but eyeballs no, I mean, out. The, the whole melting pot mentality was something that was always embraced, mm-hmm. you know, in the United States. And now, you know, it's, it seems like it's the opposite. And that's, again, what's hurtful. So, I mean, obviously, I wasn't born here, but I love this country. I love everything that it's given me. I'm extremely thankful for it. And obviously, we're, we're a part of it. You know, my family's a part of it. Everything right. that I have is, is because of this country. So I I'm, will I'm, forever be thankful for everything that I got, the opportunity that I got. Um, at the same time, you know, I grew up believing in this great America, this great United States, you know, uh, the American dream and all of this, and then, you know, uh, people being united and and the melting pot and all that, and so I have this huge idealistic view of the United States right. that nowadays not only is it not true, but it's completely being torn apart based on things that our president is saying and the hate that he's creating you know and and the funny thing is or not funny this is actually terrible but the the terrible thing about it is it, i actually feel like it's it's become not just an american thing but almost like a theme like a nationalist theme sure. across the united states sure. europe you know what i mean like right. uh for instance and and i and i'm not super educated on this particular issue but like um i guess the like Britain has a new prime minister who looks yeah. very similar to Trump, yeah. matter of fact. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he, he's in, in, you know, he's he's very similar, very similar views on like you know immigration and um, it's just a very nationalist That's view. Yeah, and 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 I mean, additionally, you had not too long ago that uh, mass shooting in was it? I can't remember what country it was. Norway, Sweden. It was one of those, mm. but it was it was one of those. It was one of the. Um, what are those? What are those countries up there called? Um, Nordic. Nordic. Yeah, yeah there is one of the Nordic countries, 
Um, and it was, you know, it was a guy who was uh, essentially making a political statement about immigration. Really? Yeah. It was in New Zealand? Could have been New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess that's out of Nordic country. Yeah, nah. Yeah. But, uh... But, yes, yeah, it could have been New Zealand. But the point is still the, the same. So, yeah, same yeah. idea. I think I'm thinking about, um, there's a, so there was a mass shooting that happened, and I watched a movie about it that happened, and I no, believe really? it was Norway, and that's why I thought could, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, sure. uh, the, it's called Hour 22, and it's, uh, it's about, it's about that mass shooting, and it was sure. kind of the same idea. It's like a nationalist view, and the guy was like, ah, we don't want these, Im- these immigrants coming into our country, and taking all of our stuff yeah but you know that's that's the crazy part right, right. you know the, the immigrants that come to this country they're here to grab any job available right, right. Uh, and it tends to be the jobs that most Americans don't want <laughs> right yeah so the, and that's why they're available and that's why they take it so yeah I truth, mean truth is that that idea is it's just it's not true it's not the case um, it's just it's also true. not the problem you know what it, I mean? It's definitely not the problem. You know, like, right? it's, it's, uh, first, like, I, I'm definitely not a proponent of, like, open borders, and I'm not a proponent of, like, just letting anybody in the country. Sure. You know, whether it's from either border, you know what right. I mean? Like, right. I'm not, I'm not for either way, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's, it's, uh, but it's, uh, it's silly what ends up getting blamed on immigrate or illegal immigration yeah. for that matter like for sure we this is it's definitely an issue that needs to be fixed but they're actually solutions to the problem you yeah, know what i mean yeah. you know whereas whereas like we're talking like uh trump building a wall which i don't even think is happening anymore but you know what i mean but like it's but okay it, there, there's been a wall there for years and people don't use well, the wall be, also, the way that people come in isn't through the wall. They fly here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, so building a bigger wall, a stronger wall, does not fix the issue. Right. I mean, so, you know, statistically, most people come through legal ports of entry anyways. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people will take these sound bites or these, you know, these video clips of people who are you know, running over the, uh, you know, running over the border with a hundred people, yeah. but they fail to, they fail to remember that how many, how many, there's 30 million illegal immigrants here. So, I mean, a hundred versus 30 million, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, they all got here somehow, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's just, it's funny that it's funny how people are creating oversimplistic yeah, solutions to a complex problem. That is the problem. That is exactly the problem, right? Um, and besides, I mean, truth is, man, you know, this nation is built on immigrants, right? Pillagers. It's, it's been decades and decades and decades of people coming from other countries, yeah. you know, who want a better life and come over here to build it, you know? People don't get to a better place by sitting down and not doing anything, which is what everybody's trying to do here, right? So... The issue is not immigrants coming over here and just, you know, not doing anything. They come over here to work. Right. Yeah? Exactly. So, I don't know. No, I even hate the sound bites about like, um, oh, man, I can't remember. It was this one. It actually happened here, in Indiana. It was uh, when that Colts player got got killed in that car accident. Oh yeah. And it yeah. was you know it was a uh, it was an illegal immigrant who 
was oh, really? was the involved in the in the car accident. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. it was a, that was a big talking point. Yeah, for, sure, of yeah, course, yeah, you yeah. know. But it's just, <laughs> I mean, if we look at all the mass shootings that happen in the country, how many are illegal immigrants that are doing that? None. What's really causing the pain to this country? You know. Right. What's really hurting the people of this country? Right. I mean, there's there's just so much more, man. The, the things that happen that are you know one offs. They're one offs. They're just that it could happen to anybody. You know. Yeah. It just so happened that it was an illegal immigrant. It doesn't right. mean anything. Yeah. There. It, it was funny. I was made out to be like. You know the the guy the guy was drunk. That killed the guy, and it was like sure. it was. It was just funny to me how they made it out. Like, ah, oh, this never happens. You know what I mean? Right. This doesn't happen. Americans. Right. Americans don't drive drunk. <laughs> what? What kind, <laughs> kind of fucking debauchery is this? <laughs> yeah. So it was really. It was pretty ridiculous. And obviously, you know, God rest his soul. But I. I don't imagine that. Uh, I don't imagine that uh, the family was really too worried about the person who killed him being mm-hmm. an illegal immigrant. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, again, again like you, you know, said, the, the issue is that the person was drunk. Mm-hmm. And again, it could have been, you know, anybody else. It could have been a white person, a black person, Asian, whatever. And yeah. It just so happened that it was an illegal immigrant. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was, uh, it was pretty, it was, it was, you know, it was, and it was actually a, a really big, uh, Trump Twitter talking point as well. Of course. So, uh, <clears throat> he, he definitely, he definitely put his own words into that. See, like, I'm, I'm absolutely respectful of the fact that he's the president of the nation, right? And... For sure. That's, that's the one thing I try to tell everybody is like, and, and it's the same thing for any president. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, of course. um... It, it it didn't matter like if Hillary Clinton and I didn't like Hillary Clinton <laughs> at all. There are very few people that like yeah. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, but I mean like even if it didn't matter who ended up winning it, it was like I'm here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Exactly. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know this is America's a pretty cool place to be. It's a great place. Yeah, so it's, it's it's the land of opportunities and and it's awesome. Um, I will say, though, that America has lost a lot of what they used to have back in the day, you know? I mean, especially nowadays, the the traveling that I've done, you know, through Europe and and around the world, it opens up your mind and shows you that, you know, America isn't the best in everything anymore. Right. Well, I mean, I don't know if America's ever really been the best at everything. But, But it... It's always I'm been sure, I'm sure a we've always great had. place place for opportunities and right and you know, um, uh, I'm trying to think for the word. Well, yeah, for sure. But you know, it, it's it's like a leading nation in innovation and and things like you know the jobs that are created, the the ideas, everything. It's always been involved, but. Nowadays, you, you go around and you go to different countries and you see the different things that they're doing. You're like, oh, man, shoot. This would be great. All right, yeah. That was actually <laughs> a funny thing. I was watching, or I was watching, the, um, I was watching something on, on YouTube. It was one of those rabbit holes. You oh, know, man, yeah. those YouTube rabbit yeah. holes. Yeah, so, but anyways, I was watching this. Uh, it was a Japanese company. Uh-huh. And it, they were, like, literally, the only thing they do is make mech suits. 
It was pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah it's it really cool. Like, like the mech, you know, like Gundams. That's what they do. They that's make awesome. they make Gundams. That's exactly yeah. what they do. So they, you know, and they're pretty cool. Like, yeah. like they they move and walk and all there that stuff, and you know, shoot stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, I was pretty impressed. Yeah. Like I like they, when I say they shoot stuff, they don't actually have weapons right now, <laughs> because I I don't think that's allowed. Right, right, right. But. Uh, <laughs> But you know they they are built to carry sure, weapons, sure. so they're they're yeah, like the, working out the kinks. The innovation in Asia is, I mean, ages, ages ahead of ours. Oh, for sure, man. Like, uh, uh, what's that one car place um, that has like the the car machine thing? You're talking about Carvana. Carvana, yeah. yeah, that's been in that's been in Japan forever. Yeah, for like, years. So uh, my buddy came up to me. I, my buddy came up to me um, when I was when I was looking for a car when I moved back here right, from Baltimore, right, right. and he's like, "Yeah, man, go to Carvana because they just gotten here." Yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, man, go to Carvana. It's the coolest thing ever. Like, you know, it's it's super high tech and they move the cars." And I'm like, "Man, is and nobody ever watched Fast and the Furious? Yeah, yeah. Like, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> like this stuff is been Bow Wow waiting for his." Right. For his Car. This, is, this, car. This, this stuff has been in Japan since, yeah, you know, forever, early two yeah, thousands, for sure, for sure. So it was funny. It was really funny that um, you know, people were so impressed by that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. did, did everyone think that wasn't real? Like that's 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 real. Like <laughs> been around for a while. Yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, no, absolutely. Like in in the, I think also when it comes to Japan, especially Japan in particular. Yeah, I mean. Um, just the, the imagine, like all of the imagination that goes into not only that, like obviously I'm a huge anime fan, so I've always watched all oh, that yeah. stuff. And you too. Give me some bleach. Yeah, yeah. But I mean <laughs> like within those, the imagination True. that goes into yeah, all of sure. that stuff and you know, then nowadays they're actually trying to create these things. Right. You know, as, as technology catches up with imagination. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool to watch for sure. But now for, it feels like for America's imagination that's catching up to technology as opposed to, to the, the opposite, British, you know, but I mean, I think, I think that has to go in, uh, in cycles as well. Yeah. And, you know, you know obviously, remember the years when, you know, the internet came around and the cell phones and all that, it really is all cycles. Right. You know? Right. I mean, like, think of the, the complete, the ridiculous amount of innovation and technology yeah. and advances that happened from like 1990 well, yeah. to 2010. It, it was truly a boom. Right. It was know? ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. Aliens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Have you seen, speaking of that, have you, are you familiar with who Bob Lazar is? Who, who? Bob Lazar. No, I don't think so. So maybe I, all right. So the Bob, name actually sounds a little bit familiar. So Bob Lazar is a as uh, a guy, um, and right now he's just a guy. He owns like a uh, a company that builds um, or creates chemicals and uh, stuff for chemists and and okay. and uh, physicists. Gotcha. Right. So he's got like a. But anyways, neither here nor there. So Bob Lazar was a guy who came out, and I believe it was the the late 80s early 90s mm -hmm. and talked about uh ufos and said that he was a physicist for who was working for the government and he was saying that you know there were aliens you yeah know, he was well he wasn't saying that there were aliens but he was saying that the government was working on alien spacecrafts now obviously <laughs> he he goes to the news 
tells the news this stuff, and the um, the news comes out, and they can't figure out anything about this guy. You know, he says he went to MIT. He says he went to Caltech. <laughs> he says that he worked at Los Alamos Labs, um, and they can't verify any of this, obviously. Yeah. So, anyways, like, he he goes, you know. But he's talking about all this stuff, and he says sure. like they've they've ruined all you know they've they've essentially destroyed all of his all of his history and that sure. kind of stuff. And he yeah. the only reason he came out to talk about it was because he didn't want to get killed. And if he's out in the open, they can't kill right. him. Right, right. So, anyways, obviously, obscurity, right? Yeah. Of so course. he goes into obscurity, but then they start finding out that this guy was telling the truth about a lot of this shit. Yeah. So like uh, they, you know, they ended up proving that he worked at Los Alamos Labs. There they ended up in a couple other things. Like there was a there was a machine that uh he said that when you go into it wasn't Area 51, but it was like a it, it was at Area 51, but the lab he called the lab that he worked at, I think they called it S4. Mm. And he talked about a machine that you put your hand on and it measures the the length of your of your fingers because sure. I guess in everybody it's different. So the it's particular to that person. So, anyways, hmm. that's yeah. interesting. So he said that he that was how they got into the lab. They put their hand on it and it measured their fingers, and the door opened if yeah. it was the right if it was the right combination. And uh, they found out, and then, you know, obviously in the early nineties, they're like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> you know what I mean? But then they find out that those were actually really things. So now you know now it's this this thing where it's like, well, I mean. There's a lot of stuff that this guy was saying yeah, that's kind of yeah. true now, and there was also um, element one or one fifteen. So he said that the spacecrafts ran off of element one fifteen, which wasn't on the periodic table at mm-hmm. the time. In two thousand two, they synthesized element one fifteen. It was a it wasn't it wasn't a stable element. Sure. But they synthesized it. It's a fact. It there is there. So like now all of this stuff is happening. Yeah, it's and they're proving all right. this stuff. And he's like, ah, oh, well, you know, maybe this guy's uh, maybe this guy's telling the truth. I always find that Yo, stuff. Yo, Bob, you're killing it, man. I always find that stuff interesting. Oh, like when you listen to that guy speak, he doesn't seem like first of all, he talks like he doesn't even want to be a part of any of it. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's just happy to live in obscurity with his Absolutely. little company. Yeah. He doesn't care about any of it. Just you know give what I mean? His life. Right. <laughs> Don't kill him. <laughs> right. And like uh, the only reason that he even came and did he did an interview with Joe Rogan. The only reason that happened oh, is yeah. because there was a uh, a guy or a, a a filmmaker who did who who um how do you, or he would suck him out. Oh really? To actually yeah. do this documentary. Right. That's awesome. So um, it was it was uh, it was pretty cool like just to watch him because he's yeah. he's like. Super articulate. He doesn't seem like an idiot. You know what I mean? And he's he's just <laughs> that's that's a pretty good <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's a pretty good quality to have. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like first of all, like when you think of people who fucking talk about aliens, you're like, all right, man. all right, here yeah. we go. Yeah, Here's guy. another guy. <laughs> right, but like you think like when they when they when they are speaking about it, you're like, ah, oh, sure. man, you're you're out there, man. But like yeah. with him, he seems super well put together right. and just like uh, you know, like this happened and. You know, take it for take it if you want to. If not, whatever. I mean, you know, to me, the the um, only thing that you know I can think about is just man, the universe is so large. I mean, it's, right. 
infinitely large. We know so little of it. There's no way that there aren't any other life forms around there. How right. did the Earth just randomly God. got so lucky that, God. hey, we have humans now? God. <laughs> well, that's, well, a, yeah. well, that's actually really interesting, too, because it's like, if aliens do exist, what does that say about God? You know, everything, I mean, everything's a creation. You know, that's how people would see it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's open to interpretation for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I think it's interesting because, as you know, that was that was what I, I studied in college was uh, philosophy and theology. Magic. Magic, for sure. <laughs> Religion. Magic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways... Um, but it is very interesting to think of like, obviously people have preconceptions about what religion is and sure. what God is right. and based on, you know, the religion of their family's choosing, right? Of course. Based on their predecessor's choice for them. Right. Um, but it, it's actually pretty ridiculous for any of us to really think that we can even grasp God. Yeah. Right. Right. Like really ridiculous to even like think that God would fit into one religion or fit in, you know what I mean? It's it's pretty- yeah, the, or that we have all the truth on everything that God and and everything else stands for. I, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. I mean, when you look at it, in in every, you know, one of the things that you see in like all religious texts is that you know God is everywhere. God is right. everything. God is me. God is you. You know that means that in. You know, in, in my opinion, anyways, or the way that I interpret it, is that God is, is literally the fabric of, of the whole thing, right? sure, the fabric sure. of reality and, and everything that you experience. And you know, I one hundred percent think that the universe or God has a will, right? And we're just yeah. here for the ride. Yeah, man, right absolutely. No, and that's, I absolutely agree with that. Um, you know, God to me is something undescribable. And, um, you know, obviously people are going to have their own opinions. And again, you know, I'm not here to change anybody's mind or anything like that. But the things that I've felt and the things that I've experienced, to me, is enough proof as anything to know that God is real, you know, and God exists. And it's all how I interpret it. Now, religion, on the other hand, that's a completely different thing. Right. You know, uh, that's man-made, right? That's, that's some, that's, someone's interpretation of how things should be right and that's why every religion has a different idea different just yeah different interpretation of of everything right and um so i I don't particularly think that there is a right one or a wrong one or anything like that um and i don't think that there is a one person or you know the chosen one or anything like that and has all the truths about god and and the world I think that God is something that you experience and something that you seek out and, and find for yourself, uh, which is why when people talk about, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm spiritual or um, I just believe in the Big Bang or, or the universe or something like that, like there's still room for that in my belief of God, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody just interpret, interprets God or their experience of God in their own way. When yeah? people say they believe in the big bang so god can't exist that is the most ridiculous thing ever (laughs) here's the thing and and like and to me 
the the most because obviously with believing in God there is a leap of faith. But to me, yeah. the the most sensible thing to be is agnostic and just admit that you don't know. Yeah, and that's it. Absolutely. Right? Being atheist to me is completely illogical. Well, and uh, what's and, the what's the the wager? Uh, there's a person's wager. That's what it's called. Like he like what what do you bet on? Right? Do you bet on that there is no God? And you live your life the whole the whole time that there is no God. And once you die, you know, there's two things that happen. Either there is a God and you go to hell <laughs> because you didn't believe in it. Or nothing happens and that's it. That's the end of it. Right. Well, if you live your whole life like there is a God and you do good things, then if you die and there is no God, nothing happens. Same thing, same outcome. But if there is a God, then you go to heaven. Right. You know? So it's... I like that aspect of it. Well, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's also, like... So, you're atheist, right? You believe, you don't believe in God, but you believe in the Big Bang. Right. So you believe <laughs> that out of nowhere, something sp- sprung something up... happened. ...with the most ridiculous and amazing sorcery uh-huh. Uh-huh. that mankind has ever known... For no, for no apparent reason whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the universe was barren, nothing existed, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, all this Ooh. shit happens. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that, to me, sounds like fucking magic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what that sounds like to me. Well, and that's why I really enjoyed our conversation about magic, right? Because, that again, it's, it's open, open to interpretation. Um, you know, everybody can believe what they want, but the truth is that there should be a little bit of magic, right? Absolutely. Because what's the alternative? You live a life where nothing matters. There's nothing that, you know, you believe in, nothing that you care about, nothing that anything. But if you believe in magic, and I put that in air quotes, um, you know, you have to believe in God or magic or anything else, you know, destiny, whatever. Um, and I think that that's, that's a better life to live. Right. You know, a happier life, at least. Yeah, no, I always say, I mean, I've, I've told you this many times, that the, the greatest disservice that science ever did to mankind is, ex- is convincing mankind that science is not magic. Right. It's, it, it's, it is super magical. Like, yeah. all of science is yeah, super yeah. magical. I mean, the fact that, you know, two people can make another person sure. is very scientific but super magical yeah. and it's something that we can't explain to this right. very day for everything that we've ever done you know it's 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 something that we can't recreate with our own devices exactly. you know what i mean like you can obviously take an egg from a woman and a sperm from a man and put it in an incubator and figure yep. it but we cannot make make a sperm and make an egg out of you know elements or yep. chemicals or yep. anything like that we can't do it it's just not we know what's in it yeah we know how it's made but we can't do it you know it's, it's very interesting that's that magic super magic yeah man. you that's... know it's super magic and uh and people but like i was saying it, it, i think it's very very ridiculous to be like ah you know i, I don't believe it, but god isn't real <laughs> it's a really hard angle to come at yeah today, the sure. truth um because at the end of the day you know 
it, you know, with either believing believing in God or not believing in God, you have to take a leap of faith, right? It's like, sure. you know, it's like, you, yeah. and so, like, they're both making similar decisions. And it's just really funny to me how, I mean, obviously people in, in like, religious, in a religious context can get really pompous about it as well. But, like, atheist people, right. I feel, are, like, the next level. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, <laughs> you're so stupid. To yeah, 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 exactly. It's just really funny to me that, that that's the way it works. It's like, man, do you believe that just nothing happened out of something or something happened yeah. out of nothing? Like, I don't know, man. It seems pretty ridiculous to me. But that's, you know, that's why you don't impose your thoughts and ideas on anybody else. Right. Know? Specifically in religion or beliefs. Um, you know, everybody's going to think that they're right. or Everybody's going to experience it their own way. Right. Yeah. And that's at the end of the day, that's how it works. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, I, I, I believe in magic. Right. You grew up you Christian, know. right? I did. So what do you think about Jesus? Again, man, you know, it's, it's something that I've experienced. The things that I've right. experienced, the things that I've felt, I can't describe them. I can't, you know, recreate them. I can't, you know, explain them. So. To me, that's how I know it's real. Yeah. Right. So, like, uh, for instance, when I when I say Jesus, I'm I'm separating him from God. Now I know, God. and yeah. I know in, in like Christian context, um, Jesus is the Son of the God, Son but of God. also is God. Right. So, but like, separating the two, right? What do you think about historical Jesus? Because Jesus is actually a perfect. Yeah. You know, he's not just a character. He's actually a historical person yeah absolutely and historical person who through other texts and history has you know he's he he existed right yeah so that guy i mean i i think he's real and i and i think that he was the god of son and the son of god (laughs) but uh god of the son the god of son (laughs) yeah (laughs) no but uh you know that's that's just my belief like i i have no real data to prove it I you know of course I mean I don't have anything else I'm, I'm basically basing it off on you know the Bible or anybody else's teachings you know but right. the Bible's men made and other people's teachings are just words that are coming from another human you know right and the Bible itself it says you know the man that trusts the other man is, is a dumb man basically you know because they will you're you're following men, and men are inherently not bad, but flawed. Right. You know, we're nobody's perfect, so nobody has all the truths. Nobody has everything. So, um, yeah, you know, I th- I think that we have to rely a little bit more on faith. Or at least I do. Um, and you know, it's it's been that case all my life. So, by my faith, I believe that. Jesus did exist. Right. And, uh, we did. Like, like historically. No, 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 yeah, I, but I, that he existed in the context that right, he was right. God's son. Right, right. And he did and performed all these miracles and, and everything of that sort. Um, I mean, even if he didn't, he was pr- still a pretty impressive guy. I mean, if you think about it. That through history, they're still talking about him? Well, I mean, if you think about it, he was, he was an uneducated Jew. Yeah. Weren't very popular back right. in the day, by the way. I mean, <laughs> I guess Jews haven't been very popular throughout history, yeah, but you that's know, unfortunate. <laughs> but I mean, at the time, you know, still not very popular. Right. You know, in the in the Roman Empire, um, definitely not in the Roman Empire. Yeah, grew up, uh, 
grew up like poor, uneducated, mm-hmm. um, and then got to be so much of a problem that the Roman Empire was like, we got to kill this guy. Yeah. yeah, this guy's a problem. Yeah. These Jews are getting out of hand, and we got to end this guy. You yep. know what I mean? So it's actually, and, and, and his, regardless of, you know, whether or not, um, you know, whether whether or not he is or was not the son of God, you know, his teachings were obviously, um, you know, the same. So yeah. it's actually, I mean, it's it's ridiculously and, and impressive. Positive, right? Like, what what is wrong with what Jesus taught other people, right? Love your neighbor, you know, trust in God. And have, remove God and just put, you know, trust in something or believe in something. Right. You know, um, trust that things are, are going to get better, you know, have faith, do good things. Uh, like, there's nothing wrong with those teachings. Right. So why, you know, why is there an issue? Yeah, no, for sure. It, right. it, and, and, you know, that's it's very similar with, you know, other teachings as well. And it is, you know, like if we're, uh, if we're all just teaching everyone to get along, then yeah, man. who cares? Yeah. Who cares who the prophet is, you know? Absolutely. It, it Absolutely. Is, it, one of the, and one of the most interesting, the most interesting conflicts that I, that I see in world religions is, um, is Islam, Judaism, and Christianity. I think that is one of the most interesting, ridiculous <laughs> conflicts in all of history. What do you What do you think it boils down to? Um, it boils down to countries militarizing religion. Sure. You know, at a certain time, right? Sure. And I mean, even now, you know, and you see it, in the, you see it in the Middle East a lot right now, where uh, like where, ISIS. Where does that stem from? You know, where like why did they have to militar the mil- Holy Jewish? Roman Empire? <laughs> that's sure, fa- fair enough. That's right, actually yeah, right. that's that's actually a good point. But to me, it just, I mean, it's really it boils down to who's right, or like that's really the, it. having the necessity to be right well, about something. Well, also just. Well, also just right, not even just right, but right about like the smallest of details. Exactly. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like we're not even talking like <clears throat> all like so all of all of the these three these three religions are all you know the religions of the Old Testament, right? The, the religions of Abraham, mm-hmm. you know, the teachings of Abraham. So it's funny to me that like we all have we all have the same characters in our in our books yeah you know what i mean yeah and we are fighting over you know seeming seemingly ridiculous differences you know what i mean as far as you know the prophet muhammad sure. or jesus christ you sure. know or not jesus christ you know what i mean yeah. like it just seems that you know the the core beliefs in these religions um are the same yeah, true. You know, and it's you it's know? it's very it's very interesting to me that do good things. That's what it comes down to. I, that's what I believe. Um, God is all about. You know, God is love. Um, yeah. And, and you know, if you do good things, man, good things will happen to you, right? So, again, I don't I don't feel like there is a need to you know be right or or you know impose my beliefs on on other people. Like, oh, that's the one true religion. There's no need for that, man. There should absolutely be no people dying for the truth of one religion. Right. You know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just my thought. And I, I think that if we look back at the teachings of each individual re- religion, none of them would agree with 
okay, all these people have to die so that you tell everybody else that you're right. Right, and, and even in contexts, I mean, there are contexts where, I mean, in, in the Old Testament and even in, um, you know, the Quran where it's sure, like, you sure. know, you kill people if they don't believe, but it's not, it's not written in, it's not written necessarily in that context. Exactly, you know yeah, I mean? but that's the point, you know, it's, it's interpretation. Right. It's interpretation of whatever book you believe in, you know? Correct. I, I mean, there are many things in the Bible that are said that, I believe it should be open interpretation. You know, it's it could be written as a poem or, you know, it could just be a simile, which everybody agrees that Jesus liked to use similes when he described, you know, his teachings and everything like that, right? Or uh, or anything like that. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's open interpretation, so I think that we should focus on the core values, you know, on the core teachings and, the, you know, the, the things that... Um, really make the religion the religion as opposed to just oh hey yeah this gotta be this way and you have to follow it you know to the letter and and do all that I mean I don't know that's just my thought I agree I think uh, a lot of people I dare I say take it too seriously (laughs) you know and, and at the end of the day it seems like people are worried about other people and what other people are doing and God is, I think, what you experience one-on-one, you know, you with God. And that's all that matters. If, you know, what I believe in, when I die and I go to heaven, God's going to be the only one that judges me, right? Right. So I'm going to be standing in front of him and, you know, we're going to have this conversation like, hey, did you do good things or did you do bad things? You know, and that's basically it. And I don't know, (laughs) I could be wrong, but, you know, I, I think that it... It matters most what um, you experience one-on-one, you know, because God's going to be the only one that judges you. So what you experience through him, what you believe through him, and what you worry, like what your relationship is with him should be should supersede anything else that's going on around you that you're trying to impose on other people. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, I think my personal beliefs on you know what god is and the in the role he plays in our lives might be a little bit more abstract than that but sure um but i agree man i i don't think it's a i definitely don't think it's it's a reason for us to to have any kind of conflict i mean right. maybe a you know a debate of some sort but i mean i don't think you know i don't i don't think death and, and yeah know, that's absolutely. what it's definitely not a definitely not a uh a good out, you know, a, right. a good uh, outcome from a from a philosophical religious debate. Yeah. So I mean, I I agree with you one hundred percent on uh, on that on that note. Yeah. But it was pretty. It was pretty, pretty deep. That's what we do, man. That's what we do here, man. Yeah. That is what we do. <laughs> um, just like the other night, we stayed up till what three a.m. Just talking about. Interesting. Yeah, magic and religion, and I feel like we have That's a theme going doing, on. Man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like we have a theme going on here, man. But yeah, uh, you're gonna have to bring me back. Yeah, no, you're definitely gonna have to come back, definitely. So, you, I, I already told Alan that he'll be a reoccurring guest, so we definitely need to get you in as well. Yeah, but there'll be a couple. I, I think uh, next, I'm not sure. There's, there's. Believe we should it probably or not. do a couple like 
like you know two people get like two guests yeah there's like a lot of there's a lot of like local people like local entrepreneurs and artists that i'm talking to i mean we've we've discussed that too um you know andy andy's growing so quickly man and and there's so many people doing so many exciting things you know they they need to have a voice they need to you know yeah get their thoughts heard yeah Uh, that's uh that's what this is, man. Yeah. This is this is a way for indie people to get their thoughts 